Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Sandy Kozell. Some communities are moving swiftly to cut speed limits. I'm Dick Yoliano. A Montgomery County official remains under scrutiny for the well-stocked liquor cabinet in his office. There's a new tool in Montgomery County helping seniors get to where they need to go. I'm Alicia Abelson. UMD UVA Vontech All Football winners. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The threat of flooding in Puerto Rico and flooding happening now in a remote part of Alaska. Top our weather news watch tonight, starting with Tropical Storm Fiona, which is expected to be Hurricane Fiona by the time it hits the U.S. territory. What can Puerto Rico expect? Well, here's CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. You are likely to see flash flooding in some of those rural communities. You are likely to see bridges washed out because torrents of water will be coming down hillsides when you have two feet of rain falling from the sky in a span of about 24 to 36 hours. This is parts of western Alaska around Nomar already dealing with flooding from what is left of a typhoon in the North Pacific. Many of the communities out there, the homes are actually built on stilts uh, in case the water does come up. Uh, unfortunately, they're not built on uh, stilts that are quite high enough to keep them from these levels. That is Scott Berg with the Weather Service in Fairbanks, Alaska. As Britain prepares to bury its monarch of 70 years on Monday, correspondent Scott McFarlane in Washington looks back at memories she left in the U.S. Queen Elizabeth met with 13 U.S. presidents during a reign that began during the Truman administration. But during her state visit to Washington in 1991, it was this moment that's still being discussed. Side by side with then First Lady Barbara Bush during a visit to a southeast Washington, D.C. housing project that had been struggling with drug violence. She forgot everything. When she met the late Alice Frazier, who broke the royal protocol and hugged the queen, who smiled and appeared to welcome the embrace. And now to Ukraine. CBS News correspondent Deborah Pata on the ground there covering discoveries after the recent counteroffensive that ended with the recovery of a large chunk of land from Russian forces. Investigators led by Kharkiv's chief war crimes prosecutor, Oleksandr Ilyenkov, are exhuming the bodies. Some bear the signs of torture. We found bodies with rope around their neck and hands, he told us. And back here, the symbolic fight between some Republican governors and areas run by Democrats continued in the nation's capital where... The bus from Texas dropped off migrants in Vice President Harris' neighborhood in Washington, D.C. About 50 migrants, a lot of children. Uh, there's about one-month-old baby on the bus. And the governors of Texas and Florida say they're willing to use taxpayer funds for these buses and even flights. Texas has already spent $12 million in transportation costs. Correspondent Michael George in New York, which has been another destination for these migrant transport buses. This is CBS News. You need to hire fast and hire right? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 103, it is Sunday morning, September 18, 2022. 67 degrees, a few clouds, upper 50s and lower 60s overnight.
Hello there. I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour, as you just heard on CBS, another busload of migrants dropped off outside the vice president's residence at the Naval Observatory in D.C. Saturday morning. Three more buses also arrived in New York City. Texas continues to pressure sanctuary cities amid a surge of migrants across the southern border. The D.C. bus had about 50 people, mostly from Venezuela, including a one-month-old baby. Aid workers took the migrants to a local shelter. In the past weeks, district officials have been dealing with thousands of migrants who have been bussed in by the Republican governors of Texas and Arizona. Vice President Kamala Harris accused those Republican governors of a dereliction of duty. School officials in Montgomery County say they're moving quickly to beef up safety measures at athletic events after fighting at a high school football game on Friday night. Abhorrent and unacceptable behavior. That's what the Montgomery County Public Schools District calls the fighting that broke out at Friday night's football game between Northwest and Gaithersburg High Schools. The brawl broke out during the third quarter of the varsity football game at Gaithersburg High, resulting in the game being canceled. In a statement, the school system says all football operations at the two schools have been suspended temporarily as an investigation continues. Police say while officers were dealing with the fight on the field, other fights began to break out. They say a few individuals believed to be involved were taken into custody. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. It's 105. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says speeding is involved in about one-third of all fatal crashes. Arlington County is among places trying to cut speed limits on some roads. The speed limit is coming down from 30 to 25 on Fairfax Drive, from Arlington Boulevard to North Barton Street, and from 35 to 25 on 5th Road South between South Carlin Springs Road and the Fairfax County line. Following Saturday's unanimous vote, Arlington Board Chair Katie Crystal reminded everyone Arlington adheres to Vision Zero, the goal of zero traffic deaths. We know that speed is associated with crashes in a significant percent of the time. So, so decreasing speed limits is one strategy of many, but one important strategy when it comes to fulfilling that vision for Vision Zero. The board is expected to cut speeds on four more roads in October. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Council says it will get involved in the controversy surrounding planning board chair Casey Anderson, who admits to keeping dozens of bottles of alcohol in his office. Anderson says he kept a well-stocked bar in his office, drank with colleagues, and that he was aware that the Planning Commission generally prohibits alcohol in the workplace. An investigation has found that the drinking typically took place outside work hours. Maryland Matters reports that Anderson put out a statement saying in part that he should have not done this in a commission office building, even after work. I take full responsibility. Anderson's statement continued. I have removed the alcohol and I apologize, quote unquote. Council President Gabe Albernos tells Maryland Matters he's very concerned about the revelations and that an investigation is underway. Seniors in Montgomery County can now connect with volunteers who can give them a look to the grocery store or an appointment, and it's all made possible by a new online tool. Anyone older than 60 that needs a ride can enter the address they want to go to, including the zip code. And then at the click of a button, the tool provides website links to organizations that offer volunteer rides. There's a map view option, and it can easily be used with a screen reader for people who have trouble seeing. Rides are only provided in Montgomery County. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Just ahead after traffic and weather on this Sunday morning from WTOP, a major construction project coming to, Alava to, coming to Alexander Andrea, but few may realize that it's even happening. It's 107. Oh, look, there's another Papa John's. Why didn't I order ahead of time on the app? I could be picking up my pizza right now. 
that's it. I'm making a Yui and going in to order my large two-topping pizza for just $10.99. Now, I'll be picking up my two favorite toppings, picking up my pizza, and then picking a couple of pepperoni off to eat on the way home. Listen to that inner voice when it whispers to you, Papa John's, please. I love it when I listen to myself. <laughs> Hi there, Mina from HGTV's Good Bones. When it comes to replacement windows, I just had to go with the best window experts in the business, Window Nation. Energy-efficient windows that have saved customers an estimated $40 million on energy bills. I've got them in my homes, and now is the best time to get them in yours. Now at Window Nation, get two free windows with every two you buy and pay zero interest until 2025. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Window Nation, the perfect fit. It's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. Very good morning to you. We'll go ahead and start off on 66 and the Beltway. Going to be keeping a close eye on this throughout the overnight hours because VDOT did let us know that the westbound side of 66 is going to be closed temporarily throughout the night. Now, they did it once already tonight. They closed for approximately 7 to 8 minutes. They haven't done it since. Uh, hopefully, uh, that stays the case, but likely not. For starters, if you're headed westbound on 66 past the Beltway, as of now, the work zone out there, just letting by a single lane, which will cause you to slow down. Thankfully, those cones clear up before you get over towards Nutley Street. Now, the outer loop of the Beltway, the ramp uh, to westbound 66 has some cones up there as well. You only have a single lane on the ramp, and that single lane of traffic meets up with the single lane that's already running on 66, which will, of course, cause those delays that you're seeing on that ramp. If you're headed on the eastbound side of 66 past 123, seeing all the work trucks along the right-hand side, looks like just a single right lane blocked for now. If you're headed on I-95 or 395, things are relatively quiet, no issues. Headed into the city right now, across the 14th Street Bridge, southeast-southwest freeway looks good. Northbound side of DC 295 on your approach towards 50 and New York Avenue. Looks like the earlier crash that had a few lanes blocked has been moved over to the right shoulder. No longer seeing any delays, but do be careful past that point, since there are still some vehicles over on the right shoulder. I-95 BW Parkway look good, no issues on 270. And uh, if you're headed across the Bay Bridge tonight, you've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span, which simply means you've got a single lane getting by in either direction as of now no real delays to be seen so not to worry as far as that's concerned 1-866-304-WTOP is a traffic tip line prepared to be moved try out the new 66 express lanes toll free between route 29 in gainesville and 28 in centerville for a limited time learn how to use the new lanes at ride 66 express.com carlos ramirez wtop traffic storm team four samara theodore highs in the mid to upper 80s this afternoon plenty of sunshine awaits for your sunday Tonight, we're dry and we're quiet and we're clear with temperatures down to the mid to upper 60s. By Monday, mostly sunny again with highs in the upper 80s. Tuesday, mid to upper 80s with sunny skies. And Wednesday, we're blue skies and sunshine. We're going to crank it up to the low 90s. By Thursday, we're in the mid-80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. District Heights, 61 degrees at 65 in Rockville, 64 in Ashburn. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 111. Alexandria is getting a major update to its sewer system. A two-mile-long sewage tunnel will be bored 120 feet underground, stretching from the city's wastewater treatment center to Pendleton Street. Alexandria's sewer system was built in the late 1800s and was advanced for the time, but it uses one big system for both human sewage and stormwater. When it rains heavily, it backs up, spilling millions of gallons into the Potomac. That sewage is loaded with bacteria, nitrogen, and phosphorus, which which impacts the water quality. The tunnel boring machine called Hazel will bore the reverse L-shaped tunnel mostly underneath the Potomac River. Hazel will mine about 40 feet per day. She'll excavate the soil, she'll pressurize the ground to prevent the chance for ground movement. Justin Carl is the program manager. And then behind her will be erecting a precast tunnel liner. The boring will be quiet. Shaking on the surface amounts to less than the width of two nickels. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A teenager who was stabbed while running along an Arlington Trail in August is speaking out and hopes police will find the man who stabbed him. We know him only as Max. He's 17. He lives in Arlington. Max spent two days in ICU after the incident that happened near Curtis Trail, not far from Washington Boulevard at I-66. Max's father tells our news partners at NBC4 that part of his concern is still not understanding the motives of the suspect. That's probably the hardest part, I think, that we just have no idea if it was a botched robbery that was botched so badly that the robber forgot to ask for, for, you know, give me your phone and your money, or if it was a disturbed person. Police are checking security cameras to see if they can identify the attacker. Meanwhile, Max and his dad have put flyers along the trail to warn other runners about what happened. Updating you on a story we've been following on WTOP, another puppy recently stolen in our area has been found. The Humane Rescue Alliance says a family came forward and returned the puppy, whose name is Link, after they bought him not knowing he was stolen. HRA will work with the family to return Link to them once he is old and strong, old enough and strong enough to be separated from his mother, Godiva. They're also getting a reward for coming forward. The Alliance says they hope to find four other puppies that are still missing. They're asking anyone with information to contact HRA. Just ahead, a full day of college football. Frank Hanrahan breaks it out next. It's 113. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. 114. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted and the third time you lost to a cash buyer. Cash buyers win in this market. Of course, you could go through the time and hassle of selling your home and then looking for a temporary place to live, or you could simply go to Orchard.com. Orchard's Move First program turns you into a preferred cash buyer without needing to sell your home first. See how easy it is. Visit Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but 
still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California, choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115 with Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football moves to 3-0, 34-27 victory over SMU. Back and forth, but some big defensive stops by Maryland's defense. Leads the Terps to the victory as they get the win over SMU. Virginia holds off Old Dominion 16-14. Field goal at the buzzer was the winner. Virginia Tech knocks off Wofford 27-7. Howard 31-zip win over Morehouse. Georgetown falls to Monmouth 45-6. Baseball, it was the uh, solo homer show for the Nationals. Lane Thomas, Luke Voigt, Victor Robles, Alex Call all going deep. Nats beat the Marlins 5-3. Nationals won a game without hitting a single for only the fifth time in their history. Orioles lose at Toronto 6-3. NWSL Spirit, Blanken Gotham FC, 2-zip at Audi Field. Commanders in action Sunday. A chance to go to 2-0 for the first time in several years. Visiting Detroit, 1 o'clock kickoff from Motown. Again, Maryland improves to 3-0. Knocks off SMU. Frank Han ran WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. Some Democrats are urging the Justice Department to investigate Florida's governor after he sent two plane loads of migrants to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. One legal concern is whether migrants gave their consent to go there. In D.C. yesterday, another bus carrying 50 migrants arrived at Vice President Kamala Harris's residence. President Biden is in London this morning ahead of tomorrow's state funeral for Queen Elizabeth. Meanwhile, the miles-long stream of mourners continues to file past the late monarch's coffin at Westminster Hall. Ukrainian authorities say some of the bodies unearthed in those mass graves near Isium show signs of torture. Meanwhile, Russia's president tells a summit meeting that in Uzbekistan that his forces will continue to press the fight in Ukraine. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 117, and while most of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors voted in favor of renaming Lee Highway and Lee Jackson Memorial Highway, not everyone on the board was on board with the proposal. Why are we spending this cost when there's no clear demonstrated support from the community to change? Supervisor Pat Harrity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation to rename Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50. Following the 9-1 vote, the recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Chairman Jeff McKay is hopeful it will get a final green light to end controversy over the highways named after Confederate leaders. You know, I've talked to a lot of people in our community and the, the sentiment has also been very strong that it's time to reckon with our past and, and modernize Fairfax and make this a much more welcoming, inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. It's 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. So far, still dealing with the work zone here on 66 and the Beltway. No real delays as of now. Thankfully, traffic has become light enough that despite all the work zones out there, you're only really going to see a slowdown on the ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway onto 66 West. And here's why. As you head westbound on 66 past the Beltway, you only have a single lane. And of course, traffic from the outer loop blending with westbound 66 has to uh, blend in with that single lane. So you're going to see the delay there on the ramp. But past that, you're going to be more or less up to speed because 
as the cones quickly disappear as you make your way to Nutley Street. Now, VDOT did say they'd be closing a few times tonight. As of now, they've only done it once. Hopefully that's the last of it, but I'll keep an eye just in case. If you're headed eastbound on 66 past 123, right lane is currently blocked. Plenty of room on the left, not to worry. I-95 northbound a little slow past the Dale Boulevard exit, though looking through the cameras now, I don't see any accident scenes or incidents. But if you happen to stumble upon anything out there blocking your way, worth noting, 1-866-304-WTOP is that traffic tip line. If you're headed northbound on DC 295, the accident scene was clear after Eastern Avenue. However, sounds like we may still have some activity over on the right shoulder, so keep an eye out for that one. If you're headed on Route 50, no issues from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge. Just keep in mind that across the Bay Bridge, they're running two-way traffic on that eastbound span. I-95 and the BW Parkway both up to speed and no issues on I-270 to report as of now. No work zones, no accidents, nothing like that. Beltway traffic looks good from 270 to I-95 and even headed down towards Route 50. In the district, the Southeast-Southwest Freeway and the 3rd Street Tunnel all looking up to speed. Still sounds like we have the accident scene along South Capitol Street. All lanes are currently closed at the intersection intersection of South Capitol Street and Chesapeake Street. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with the forecast for Sunday. I don't know if we can beat this forecast, not just today, but during the week ahead. Today's highs climb into the mid-80s. Sunny skies for your Sunday. Sunday night, we are dry, clear, and quiet, with temperatures falling into the mid to upper 60s. Monday, mostly sunny. Highs in the upper 80s, near 90 degrees. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Wednesday, we're in the low 90s with mostly sunny skies. Thursday, mostly sunny with highs in the low to mid-80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 67 degrees in Friendship Heights brought to you by by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Just ahead, grocery delivery service Instacart. Still considering when they want to go public, it's 121. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. The pills never worked all that well. Now that we've been through the treatments at Monument Medical Clinic... Our relationship has completely changed. The Wave technology was quick and easy and really did increase his blood flow. Now, we're both enjoying the results. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Monument Medical Clinic. Our technology is proven to open up and regrow blood vessels. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us right now and you'll qualify for the exam, assessment, even the ultrasound totally free. Plus, for callers in the next two minutes, an enhanced gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, no pills, and no side effects. Call Monument Medical Clinic to qualify for that $600 offer totally free. 202-908-5555. It's one of the world's most popular operas. Now see it on the big screen at Audi Field. Sunday, September 25th, Washington National Opera presents a free broadcast of Carmen. Arrive early for family-friendly activities, your favorite concessions, chances to win prizes, and more. Then the main event, Bizet's Blockbuster with the music you know and love. Gates open at 2 p.m. Don't miss Opera on the Field, presenting sponsor Mars Incorporated. More at kennedy-center.org. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America 
and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 123. A draft plan to implement a 10-year education reform plan in Maryland is due out next month. Maryland Matters reports the blueprint for Maryland's future accountability and implementation board will continue holding work sessions with feedback from stakeholders. Draft reform plan focuses on five key subject areas, ranging from early childhood education and improving college readiness to diversifying the teaching workforce, implementation approved by state lawmakers last year. Is your child's school well-maintained? A new report finds that many parents in Prince George's County are finding the answers no. About one-fifth of the schools in each Maryland school district were checked in fiscal year 2022 to see if they're being effectively maintained. Most school systems got an overall rating of adequate from Maryland's Interagency Commission on School Construction. But five school districts statewide were rated not adequate overall, including Prince George's County Public Schools. And when you look at school-by-school school ratings, John Hansen Montessori in Oxford and Hill is one of just two schools statewide that earned the lowest possible rating of poor. Go to WTOP.com to read more. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the Prince George's County School Board rescinded a vote this past week that would have unseated four board members. The action follows an investigation by the Maryland State Inspector General, which found that the ethic reports the board used for the vote contained inaccurate information. Last year, the board's ethics panel had issued reports accusing seven board members of various offenses and recommended six of them be removed. The Washington Post reports that some members targeted by the reports had already left the board by the time the state investigation was released last month. The Loudoun County School Board has okayed a new, a new student disciplinary program. It comes a year after a high school student was assaulted by two other students at two different schools. That motion will carry unanimously. Thank you. The new policy lets the Loudoun County school system keep a student accused of serious crimes out of the general population instead of being transferred to a different school. Once a serious incident is reported to the superintendent, that student can be assigned to an alternative learning environment. That can be in-person, virtual, or a combination of the two. And it can be imposed whether the crime happened on school property or someplace else. In Loudoun County, Neil Logenstein, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP with Tom Busby. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. At the start of this year, one of the most highly anticipated initial public stock offerings was from grocery delivery service Instacart. Instacart opened my world to all kinds of discoveries. I discovered organic, wild-caught, vegan lip gloss, and I'm just getting started. Business boomed during the pandemic with lockdown homeowners flocking to the service to get fresh and packaged goods and other household necessities brought right to their doors. Thanks to deals with hundreds of retailers from coast to coast, revenue soared, its valuation surged higher. Then things began to change. Sure, a lot of people still use it. And competitors like Amazon Fresh, Walmart Plus, Fresh Direct, Shipped, DoorDash, and others. But growth slowed as more people do their own shopping again. Add in all the volatility in the markets, the threat of a possible economic downturn, and plans to sell shares in the company are now on hold as it waits for just the right time to deliver what investors want. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Mourners continue to file past the coffin of Queen Elizabeth as President Biden and other world leaders gather for tomorrow's state funeral. It's 126. Inflation is running hotter and returns are cooling down. Is your financial plan primed for a changing environment? I'm Simon.